Welcome in. It's another edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. It has been a fun-filled football weekend. We've had preseason. We've had dogs and under lifestyle basically happening Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, you couldn't ask for much more from the PFF Daily Betting Podcast at this point in time. Eric, what has been your favorite moment of the weekend? Canadian football, uh, preseason football, or I guess WNBA might be the only other option at this point, right? I mean, we haven't lost a bet since the WNBA came back. That's that's right. pretty been pretty nice. The CFL has been, you know, pretty reliable with the unders. We had a first half that didn't hit because of a turnover, but that's been great. But yeah, with the NFL, I mean, um, we had you know yesterday's podcast. We said you know tease the Colts up, uh, tease uh, the the total up. Um, and you needed both, right? Because needed the, both the, by the hair of the chin. Yeah, was... not the Colts, <laughs> uh, the Panthers. Uh, Colts were the minus Panthers, three. Yeah. Um, Panthers got a fifteen to three lead. Um, ended up losing uh, and and not even covering plus three as this game that game landed a push. Um, and then the total uh, went over in the first half, under in the second half. Um, and over the full game total, but you did get under the tease total. So if you would have teased, uh, you know, dog under on the lone Sunday game, you would have come out away a winner. Um, PJ Walker and both quarterbacks for Indianapolis looked okay. Um, right. So yeah, it, it's been a fun weekend um, <laughs> of just betting. You know, I don't think that there's been a game, Ben, where if you bet first half and second half under, you would have gone zero and two. I don't. Minnesota, Denver went over. Yeah, that was that was the only close one, I guess. Right, but they went over right away, and they didn't have. Yeah, any, and uh, the second half there was only one half. touchdown, so that went under. Right. Kansas City went under the full game, but went over second half. There was a, there was some, but again, and you had some compelling football with Trey Lance, obviously Justin Field. You saw a little bit of Mac Jones, um, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, uh, my guy, Zach Wilson, also uh, playing well for the Jets, but the Giants getting through the back door to cover the teaser leg at the very end. So it was a it was a good weekend of football. I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I do think the the <clears throat> the bet today when we talked about the degenerate bet yesterday, teasing it up, uh, needing getting it by half a point on the total still. I thought that was going to be the sweat the whole time when we went into halftime 15 to 10. Uh, but it turned out the game really slowed down in the third quarter. Thankfully, we somehow still managed to squeak out the under. You would have pushed and lost if you would not have teased it. So I think that is the perfect setup uh, for a teaser, and it makes you feel good about actually teasing it. So I think that was the double win. I think that was probably my favorite one of the weekend, but it has been uh, enjoyable in general. I'm so excited to have football back. So we will see. But let's talk a little bit about some preseason strategy going forward here now. Right. So we've had, um, you know, an interesting week. And I think people are tweeting out lots of unders. I can't I'm trying to think off the top of my head what exactly the record was at this point in time. I should go back and look at the numbers. But, I think it's 14 uh, and three, Ben. 14 and three. Yeah. So, I mean, 14 games, basically three. That counts Hall of Fame game last week, of course. Um, so are we going to see. Uh, overall correction to these preseason totals at this point in time, just based on the market reaction. I wonder if they're going to open up there or are we going to see betters kind of pound it down as well? What is what is your going to be kind of your general strategy heading into week three of the preseason? I think, Ben, I think what you're going to see is the same numbers uh, for a couple of reasons. One of them is those have been the historical numbers in the NFL um, and th there's the non-stationarity of it, right? Like when you look at, um, you know, the teams that played, I mean, we saw one drive out of Kansas City starters 
we saw on offense, Arizona didn't even play their starting quarterback, neither did Dallas. Um, you know, there are a number of teams, you know, Indianapolis didn't play its starting quarterback. They might not play the whole seat, you know, but then like Carolina inexplicably didn't play Sam Darnold. So you're going to see like more action from some of the starters, which right. could lift up scoring, uh, you know, let, let's say three or four points. So if you were, you know, inclined to adjust down three or four points, um, you know, you probably would have, would have avoided such a, such a fate, um, by, by just, you know, sort of looking at, um, you know, the, the way in which teams are adjusting themselves, but, um, you're still probably going to see them in the thirties, which means you look at next week, Philly at home, getting two and a half against New England, a Wong teaser, you can get up to eight and a half, uh, Arizona at home against Kansas city, getting two and a half. Again, you can Wong tease that up. Um, the only other line I see uh, is the Bengals getting three in Washington, uh, the famous place where Joe Burrow tore his ACL and oh, other lig- no. ligaments. Um, again, that one, if it ever, you know, you could just bet Cincinnati plus three, but if it ever got to two and a half as a result, you could probably also Wong tease that as well. Um, no totals up yet, um, but you like that's a great question, Ben. Like, you can imagine those. Um, being a little bit, uh, you know, I, I'm not exactly sure, being a little bit lower, I don't know. Fantasy football season is here, and no one can prepare you better for your draft than PFF. For just $9.99, you can get access to PFF's Fantasy Football Draft Guide, player rankings and projections. I'm dropping new projections basically every day at this point in time. Some other content writers are also coming out with articles every single day on the rankings. You can get basically all of PFF's blocked article content, cheat sheets for your fantasy draft, plus so much more. Again, that's PFF's Fantasy Suite for just $9.99. Draft smarter than your league mates this season. Pacquiao versus Ugas is this weekend, and DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is offering 100 to 1 odds on a punch being landed at any point during the fight. That's right, bet $1 on either fighter, and if a punch lands during the fight, you will cash $100 in free credits. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits when you bet on either fighter to win and a punch is landed during the fight. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana. 1-800-9 with it. Yeah, I think I think if we don't see them necessarily open up a little bit lower, we might see uh, some people trying to bet it down just a little bit lower. It's kind of my thing. So I think maybe some market direction throughout the week could push a couple totals low. But I think that's going to be kind of a different narrative. Kind of like you touched on, we're going to see some more of the starters. We actually saw, uh, you know, a little bit of Patrick Holmes in week one or week two, technically of the preseason. If you count the hall of fame week as week one. Uh, so we're going to see him a little bit more on Thursday night, matched up against the Arizona Cardinals did not get any Kyler Murray. So the question is, uh, is Cliff Kingsbury probably going to follow, you know, try and be similar to Sean McVay in that matter, not play his quarterback at all during the preseason. Uh, that's kind of the question heading into Thursday night for me, but we will see. I'm not a, uh, too inclined to lean in any general direction so i don't mind teasing maybe uh these early thursday games uh maybe get some action down right away and kind of see where the line movement occurs after that point but that's my strategy at this point in time i don't know if you have anything different but if not we can go to the afc west god's division uh patrick mahomes obviously heavy favorite kansas city chiefs do you think 
anybody is even within the realm of possibility of challenging them at this point in time based on our P- PFS simulation results? Not really. I mean, obviously, you know, this is one where, I mean, we have the Chiefs um, at 85% to make the playoffs. We have them at 63% to win the division. So, um, you know, obviously we don't have them as like a full, you know, minus 300 favorite that they are. We, we, we give a decent amount of respect to the Las Vegas Raiders, a team that beat Kansas City last year in Kansas City. Uh, we also give the Chargers and the the uh, Broncos a combined 17% chance to win uh, that division. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the Kansas City Chiefs. This is almost this is unprecedented for them. Prior to 2016 and 17, they had never won the AFC West in back-to-back years, and now we're looking at uh, you know a run of five consecutive division titles. Can they make it a sixth? I, I you know, you have to think so. Um, Chargers look. You know, well stocked up, um, but there are the Chargers uh, and a lot of changes there at offensive coordinator, head coach, uh, obviously defensive play caller as well. The Vegas Raiders, we like a lot, um, you know, numerically, but uh, there's always something in their way. And obviously Denver, despite their pounding of the second stringers from Minnesota yesterday, um, you know, is probably a quarterback away from contending. They probably would have really liked to have Aaron Rodgers on that team. So, you know, it, again, it, it's like a lot of these things. I like I like Kansas City. Um, you know, I understand why they're the 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 favorite to win the Super Bowl, um, but at this point, they're probably always going to be overvalued on the betting market. You're almost always going to be paying too much for them. Uh, you know, in those marketplaces uh, moving forward. Yeah, definitely, I agree with you. Even on like some of the game spreads i do think that they're going to be just you know people are going to continue to cater toward that side so i do think if you're really looking to bet kansas city chiefs the place where we've had the most success uh and i think everyone else that has been tailing them as well would be in the in-game lines when they fall down early uh that seems to be the really the only spot that you can really um you know continue to back them at this point in time so that's probably going to be my approach heading into 2021 as well i do love obviously being able to back them but um, the opportunity to actually be doing that week in and week out just isn't there at this point in time. So that's kind of the direction I'm leaning with the Kansas City Chiefs. But I got to I gotta go back to a little bit more on this Las Vegas Raiders thing because we are probably higher on the Las Vegas Raiders than anybody else I've talked to than anybody else I've seen at this point in time. Do you think it is a reflection of Derek Carr's standing in not only like the betting market, but just in like the general NFL public knowledge Uh and then contrary to that, our PFF grades over the last couple of years, especially with Derek Carr last year being the eighth best passing grade, is that kind of um, the whole reason why we're a little bit higher at this point in time? Or are there other factors uh, that should be taken into account as well for the Raiders and why they are probably going to surprise people here uh, coming up in the NFL in 2021? Well, I think the Raiders have done, uh, uh, you know, a low-key decent job of doing things without much in the way of support for Derek Carr. Like last season, yeah. you know, they they lost Tyrell Williams early. They were working with Nelson Aguilar. Um, you know, Henry Ruggs didn't give them a whole lot. Hunter Renfro. I mean, they do have Darren Waller, but he returns. I know the offensive line is going to be a little bit weaker this year um, without guys like Rodney Hudson in the fold. Um, but – you know, that that is really, you know, I, I think Gruden does a better job, you know, once all the hay is in the barn. And then you look at that team and obviously, you know, there's a lot of funniness to it in the sense of, you know, um, 
you know, like uh, Cleveland Farrell is a second string defensive lineman. David yeah. Arnett is a, is a backup corner. Despite being a first round, like Jonathan Abram is never going to be sort of what they want him to be. Josh Jacobs is now probably in more of a part-time role, despite the fact that they used a first round pick on him. But like there's talent on this team, right? Like, you know, you look at that defensive line, Max Crosby, Yannick Ngakwe, Cleveland Farrell, um, Ryan Nassib are all good football players. Um, you know, you look in the secondary, like at some point in time, somebody's got to work out there. Uh, and then the offensive side of the ball, you know, yeah, they're going to struggle a little bit, I think. But, you know, Henry Ruggs is a, is a top 12 pick in the NFL. And, you know, there, there are things that can go right for them. And Derek Carr, 2019, kind of a low ADOT guy, did really well. Last season, a high ADOT guy also did well. I think he's a better quarterback than people give him credit for. Yeah, I think that's kind of the bottom line at this point in time, right? Like our evaluation of Derek Carr um, just has him as, you know, standing a little bit better in the, you know, the grand scheme of things for quarterbacks in the NFL at this point in time than basically everybody else has him. If you buy into that narrative, I think you have to buy into the Raiders in 2021. So that's where I'm at with them. Uh, you know, if you had seven, six and a half early in the season on Pinnacle, if you were listening to the PFF Daily Band podcast previously, uh, that was one of our first locks of the week. Obviously gotten a little bit of closing line value in that regard, especially with Denver not landing that top quarterback option that like the betting market kind of baked into them at this point in time or at that point in time. Um, but I do still think that the Raiders at seven, uh, seven and a half, even are probably a viable play on the win total. I think I would lean that direction more so uh, than buying into their division odds. But if you're, you know, looking at, you know, kind of theory of potentially playing the win total, want to look more towards the playoff worth, I do think buying into them at that price that they have currently is also available um, and probably the best option in the AFC West at this point in time uh, for my money at this point, I think. Yeah, I agree. And and I, I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to see what they have to offer. They were a team that, you know, you could squint and they were, you know, uh, a couple wins away from not necessarily being in contention. There were, you know, the, the, the Miami game, there, there was a couple, you know, other close uh, defeats, but, um, you know, the Denver loss at the end of the season, no, the Denver win at the end of the season, but like they had a lot of close wins, you know, the Chargers won in LA, um, but they also had a Chargers loss at home that was close. Like they, so they're like a team where you look at it and it's like, you know, Pythagorean win totals wouldn't suggest that they were all that good. Um, but, you know, some of the grades would. And and again, that's like kind of where I'm going to buy into them. Where I, th I think, you know, most bettors who aren't using PFF are going to gravitate away from them. Um, but uh, I'm going to I'm going to sort of gravitate towards them, uh, given some of the things. Uh, you know, that they have going for them that people don't, I, I don't think, buy into quite as much. Yep. I love it. I love it. I mean, I'm fully on board with leading the Las Vegas Raiders hype train at this point in time. I think I've been doing it for the last three months, so I guess I might as well carry the torch on into the season, uh, and it's going to be here quickly. So make sure you listen to the PFF Daily Bang podcast every single day going forward. We're going to have some best bets. We're going to continue on in the preseason action, uh, and we're going to continue to discuss you know, the latest breaking news from a betting perspective and how that's going to affect this 2021 season. Uh, and how it plays out. So make sure you tune in from Ben Brown, joined by Eric Eager. This was the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. Mm -hmm.